This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Take care of your property with equipment you can count on. Like the Kubota BX and L01 Series Compact Tractors. Part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup. Rated number one for reliability. And Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Where durability meets speed. Visit your local Kubota dealer for a demo today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit GoKubota.com for a dealer near you. The Fair Oaks Mall Carnival is coming September 9th through the 18th. Free parking and the best rides in town. Ride the Ferris wheel, the Superman, the merry-go-round, or one of our great kiddie rides. Try the delicious funnel cakes and carnival food or test your skill at one of the games. There is fun for the whole family. For information, amazing discounts, visit dreamlandamusements.com through September 8th. The Fair Oaks Mall Carnival, September 9th through the 18th. Don't miss it. And welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. This is another episode. Basically, tomorrow starts our 12th season of covering Fulham Football Club, which is amazing. I'll talk a little bit about that at the end of this Russ's rant. And I've got a lot to say. But before I go any further, and I'll say it at the end, thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone that has watched and listened to Cottage Talk for all of this time. And again, we are now finishing up our 11th season. Actually, it's, uh, you know, it's going to be our 11th year anniversary, which is amazing starting our 12th season. So it's just amazing that we still have people that listen. And it's just, uh, I'm very happy about that. And I'm lucky to have done this with so many people. I'll talk a little bit about that at the end, because uh, I'm just, again, ecstatic that the fact that I am still doing Cottage Talk with some wonderful people and will continue to do that until someone tells me, you know what, Russ, it's time for you to stop doing it. I'm going to continue to do it because I love it and I love being part of uh, the foam community. Okay, so this is going to be a rant. There's going to be some good stuff and some maybe not so good stuff in this short show, but I have a lot to get off my chest, so I'm going to do that. But before I do anything else, if you've watched or listened to Cottage Talk lately, you know I've been pushing 
our YouTube channel. So please do subscribe on YouTube. You get alerts when we go live. It's a great way to follow us. So please do subscribe on YouTube or subscribe on Apple Podcasts wherever you get your podcast. Please do subscribe. You know, it's just a great way of getting the show on YouTube or as a podcast version. Please do take a look and subscribe wherever you want. We want phone supporters to find us, and it does help other phone supporters find us when you actually subscribe. So thank you for subscribing in advance. Okay, so I'm going to start here. It's been a very good start of the season for Fulham, having five points in three matches. If you would have told me before the season began that this is where they would be, I would have been thrilled. In fact, uh, I, I think right now I'm thrilled. But the big part of the reason why I'm thrilled has to do with not just the points, but the performances and the approach from Fulham Football Club, which I was not sure what we would see. So that's what I want to talk about, my thoughts of the season so far. And it's really such a difference from the two other starts recently to the Premier League, under Savisa and then under Scott Parker. This is where I've noticed a huge difference. We are set up to be on the front foot, but we have cover in central midfield that's really helping out that back four. And that, to me, is a huge difference to what we are seeing. It's how we're set up for Marco Silva and his coaching staff, but also how the players are executing his game plans each and every week. Three game plans, three results. Fulham have not lost yet. It's truly amazing at this point to be on five points. It it really is. I, I wasn't expecting it to be where it is right now. They are progressing at a good clip, and this is a good sign. And what's great about it is when I watched all three matches, In the Liverpool match, not just that, but in all three matches, Fulham are coming out playing with confidence. They don't fear anyone. They're not given too much respect. In fact, I would say in years past, maybe they were given way too much respect to their opponents. They're not doing this. They're going into the match on the front foot with the belief that they're going to win it. When you do that against Liverpool, there might be a little bit of risk from some. But they went in with that mindset, and it paid off. They only got a point, but many believe, including myself, that they should have won that match. But they didn't. They got the point. We'll take the point against Liverpool. Then you go on the road, and you play a club like Wolves. And if anyone's been watching Wolves, even though they're on the points that they're on, this is going to be a very good side, a very difficult side to play. So you go to Molyneux, and you find a way to get a point. Again, I am seeing improvement from what I've seen in years past in the Premier League under the managers being Savisa and Scott Parker. I love Savisa, really do, but I can see a huge difference into the approach that we're seeing under under Silva. That's why I'm encouraged by everything that we are seeing. So Fulham are on five points, and now we're going into the Arsenal match. And Arsenal are playing some wonderful football. It's going to be an incredibly tough match but I do hope that Fulham go in with a similar approach. They should not be going into it giving Arsenal too much respect. They should respect their opponent, but they should go in with a mindset that they can go to the Emirates and get all three points. That might sound crazy to some, but it's important to have that view as players, as as the coaching staff, that they can get all three points. I don't want them to go in there setting up to get that point. I want them to go 
for all three points. And that, to me, is something that I've noticed from Silva. In fact, I truly believe that Silva's disappointed that Fulham only have five points. I think, honestly, I think he wanted nine. And he should have that mindset. You should want all victories. But they're not setting up to get the point. In fact, if I look back at the last match against Brentford, you look at the approach at the end of that match. It's 2-2. And you look at two teams approaching it in different ways. I truly believe that Brentford were approaching it after they scored that second goal. Let's get a point. Let's get a point at Craven Cottage. Fulham never approached it that way. They wanted all three points. They went and took it to Brentford after they scored that second goal. That's not an easy thing to do, and that's what also encourages me. So the beginning of the season is really just a nice change from what I'm used to seeing from Fulham Football Club. I'm seeing a team that's playing with confidence. The one thing that I will say is, along with all the positives, we are dealing with some negatives, and I would say it's lack of depth. Fulham are really dealing with that issue right now, and I'll talk about that in a bit when we talk about recruitment and what I feel Fulham still need because I want them to play some of the young kids. I want them to be on the bench at times, but Fulham need more depth. They are very thin, and then, of course, if you get Red cards, if you get situations like that, where are you going to go? What's going to happen if Paulina gets a red card? What's going to happen if Mitro does? These are issues. So whereas I'm very positive on the star for Fulham, there's a lot of work to be done before the transfer window ends because they definitely do not have enough depth, and I'm sure many Fulham supporters would agree with me on that. So that's going to lead me to talk about what I believe they need. You can agree or disagree with me on this, but I think Fulham need five additions before the transfer window closes. Let's start with left back. And I just want to give Anthony Robinson all the credit that he deserves because he's played very well. I still have my doubts because again, I want to see it for a longer period of time, but he's proving me wrong. He's doing a nice job. And uh, I want to give him credit. I want to give the coaching staff credit because he looks like a different player, especially defensively. So kudos to Anthony Robinson, but we need a backup. We need a backup to him or someone that can actually contend for his starting position. So I'm seeing some speculation of them going after a left back. And I think that they need to bring in one before this window closes. Nothing against Anthony Robinson, but I think the running is also on the wall that Joe Bryan will be moving on. There is speculation that he could be moving on, and I think that would be good for Joe, and I think that would be good for Fulham Football Club. Joe Bryan will always be a hero for what he has done in his time at Fulham, but it might be time to move on, and I think Fulham need to upgrade at the left-back position. So that's where I go there. Central midfield, this is interesting because I think Paulinha has transformed Fulham, has allowed Marco Silva to play the way he wants to play this season. I truly believe that. Him and Harrison Reed playing together, Paulina and Reed, have made quite the tandem. They work very well together. The issue that they're going to have is what is behind that, and that's the problem. What if Paulina gets injured? What if he gets a red card? They really don't have any depth in central midfield. So this is where they need a player. They need a player, I truly believe this, to back up Paulina. 
and I hope they're looking at it before the end of the window. I, I just think this is something that they're going to need over the course of the season. If they wait until January, okay, but I would rather them do it now. Then, of course, the striker position. Now, this is something that has actually irritated me because Mitro's great. This is not about Mitro, but we need another striker. We need a partner in case, say, Silva wants to go two up front. Let's get another striker. Let's say he wants to go three, five, two. Who's going to be that guy to go along with him? Now, Rodrigo Muniz goes out on loan, and I understand sending him out on loan, but I do not agree with the strategy to send a player out on loan without a replacement. They do this time and time again. They need a striker. They are linked to a striker or two, and I certainly hope one comes in. I'm just going to say it right now. They need a striker. Then I believe that they need two wingers because they are dealing with the injuries to Manor Solomon and Harry Wilson. This is not new news at all. So I'm hoping that they just don't get one winger, but they get two. And there's all the speculation with Justin Clivert. We are seeing today, I'm recording this on Wednesday, the 24th, and there is speculation that talks have broken down a bit. But then, of course, if you go by the speculation, now it's back on. Who knows? Regardless, they need to get a player in. I want it to be Clivert at this point. They've gone down this path so long. Get him in. Don't be so worried, Fulham Football Club, of winning the deal. Get the player in. Get him in. We need him in. We need a winger in now. And I'll say it, we need it now. So instead of focusing so much on the logistics and then, of course, you know, the deal itself, give in a little bit, make this happen. Let's get Justin Clivert at Craven Cottage. Apparently, reportedly, he has reached personal terms with Fulham. So it's really just be- between Fulham and Roma. Get the deal done. Let's get him in. Okay. Let's now move on. Let's talk about the loss to Crawley Town. And again, it's the League Cup, the Carabao Cup. And uh, congratulations, as I tweeted out to Crawley Town. Congratulations to their supporters. And there was a pitch invasion, which is uh, an unfortunate situation. But congratulations in general. Because, uh, again, I didn't watch it. I couldn't watch it. There was no stream of it, so I didn't see it. But I want to congratulate them for beating Fulham in the uh, League Cup. And now Fulham can really concentrate on what they desperately need. And that's just staying in the Premier League. We'll worry about the FA Cup when that comes around. But the loss to Crawley Town, not that I wanted them to lose, not that I wanted them to go out in the Carabao Cup. I just think that let's just move on from that. Let's give credit where credit is due. And I wouldn't really worry too much about the loss. And then, of course, I've seen some talks, you know, again, fans went to the match. I feel bad for the fans that went to the match, and they were given their commentary on how bad some of the players played in this match. The one name that came up time and time again, if you're on Twitter, was Issa Diop. So, again, this is his first time playing with Fulham, and uh, I just want to just say this to anyone that actually has seen some of this commentary about Dia playing badly. I'm sure he did. But just remember Ola Aina. Ola Aina two seasons ago, again, I, I had heard from 
Several foam supporters telling me how bad he was. One basically said it's the worst right back he's ever seen. That was Olaina playing against Brentford in the Carabao Cup. First time playing for Fulham. He wasn't good. He turned out to be a very good player for Fulham that season. So before you make a judgment, remember, first time with Fulham, probably has to get his fitness up, has to learn his teammates, and many of these teammates he's not even going to play with. So again, I wouldn't read too much into one performance for Issa Diop. And if you do, just remember Ola Aina. Okay. So let's now move on. Let's talk about the Riverside stand. And first of all, I am so glad the Riverside stand is open. Everyone can see it. And fans are in the lower sections of the lower stand. But I'm just going to ask the question as a, uh, One of my co-hosts mentioned to me, and he actually tweeted this out. Well, the seat coverings are are now off. The coverings are off the seats that are in the upper sections now. Why isn't this open? Why can't they sell seats there? It's very interesting. Why is this? I'm just asking the question. I don't have an answer. So I'm just curious why we're just having the lower section available. It's just, just something that... I find very curious. I I know that there's a lot of work that needs to be done in the Riverside stand, but they opened up the lower section. So I'm curious, why couldn't you open up the uh, upper section, have more fans in there? You know, again, I'm sure there is stuff going on there, but I'm just curious. What is the holdup on this? The seats are there. Why not sell the seats? Unless This is a situation that would be dangerous for fans to be, which could be. I don't know. I'm talking about if it's not ready, if there's work that is not ready, then obviously. But I I don't know the reason. I'm curious what the reason is, why these seats are not available. Maybe someone can find out and maybe the club can find out and tell us why that upper section is not available because they took the covers off of it. So it looks like those seats are ready to go, but they're not available yet. It's just something that I'm curious about. Okay. So with that said, and I'm so happy that they finally built the Riverside stand and everything that goes along with it, it's going to help Fulham for years and years to come. I truly believe it's going to be extremely valuable. But I'm, I'm asking the question on this. How about making improvements to the rest of Craven College? Now, let me just say, I've only been to Craven College twice in my life. I'm just going based on what I've heard from foam supporters, that the other stands and and everything that goes along with it needs some work. So if that's the case, once they finish the Riverside stand, I'm just saying it's time to look in, to improve all the other stands, all of Craven Cottage. I'm not saying redo the other stands because, again, I there's a lot to do with it. I'm just talking about there are improvements that can be made. I've watched it here in Boston with Fenway Park. They didn't have to rip out any stands. They made improvements each and every year to make it a more fan-friendly ballpark, which it is to this day. And credit to FSG, who owns Liverpool, they were able to do this. This is just my opinion, but I don't see any reason why they can't do that at Craven Cottage. Riverside stand is up. Please look into making improvements, serious improvements to the rest of Craven Cottage. And one other thing I want to mention about it is how about improved Wi-Fi? 
at Craven College. This is something that I have commonly heard as a criticism. There's a way to improve the Wi-Fi. And I'm just going to say it, spend the money, improve the Wi-Fi. You can do this where there's a will, there's a way. You can improve the Wi-Fi at Craven Cottage. They did it at Gillette Stadium here. There was a huge problem with Wi-Fi at Gillette Stadium. They figured it up. They spent the money. And now there is no Wi-Fi issue at Gillette Stadium. Same thing could be done at Craven Cottage. Improve the Wi-Fi situation at Craven Cottage. It's only going to benefit the fan experience. Okay? I'm going back to the fan experience. We want the fan experience to be at a high level. One thing you can do, improve the Wi-Fi, along with what I mentioned about the rest of the Riverside stand. Okay. Coming up next, I'm going to talk about 11 wonderful years of hosting Cottage Talk. Whether you're buying a new car or used one, it's a big investment, which is why you should choose Pennzoil Platinum. It helps extend the life of your engine and protect it up to 15 years or 500,000 miles, whichever comes first, guaranteed. That's because Pennzoil's base oil is made from natural gas and 99.5% free from engine clogging impurities. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Enrollment required. Keep your receipts. Other conditions apply. See Pennzoil.com slash warranty for full details. Find it at Firestone Complete Auto Care. Okay. Now, to end my rant, it's actually ending on a positive. I want to thank everyone for your support over these 11 years. I started this out with Kyle Bond, who left after about six months. Kyle moved to Australia. We just couldn't make it work. And then I just took over from there and got several people to help me out doing Cottage Talk. Got some great co-hosts. Dan Crawford was so valuable in the early stages and still is to this day, a close friend. And Dan will be back on Cottage Talk and is actually hosting a wonderful podcast called The Green Pole. But Dan will be back on Cottage Talk. It'll be great to have him on. He's been so valuable along with, I, I, there's so many names of people. I, I, I can't even know where to start on this with all of my co-hosts, with all the guests. But most importantly, I want to thank everyone that has watched and listened to Cottage Talk over all of this period of time. This has been a passion of mine. And uh, I honestly did not want to do Cottage Talk in the very beginning. Kyle had to talk me into doing this. I had no desire to host or co-host a podcast. But early on, I, I fell in love with it. And the most important part of what I've gotten out of Cottage Talk is my relationship with so many supporters that have become friends. That's the best thing that's come out of Cottage Talk is the relationships I've made. So I just want to thank everyone for basically watching and listening to Cottage Talk and becoming part of my life. It's just been such a journey. It's it's crazy that tomorrow, I'm recording this on Wednesday, we'll, we'll have been 11 years of doing Cottage Talk. It started in 2011 and now we're, we're in 2022 and we're, we're still going. So it, it's just uh, been so wonderful to do. And uh, I'm just lucky to be able to do it with some wonderful people and have people still watch and listen to Cottage Talk. And listen, we are in the process of looking at ways to improve the show. We are exploring other avenues and we'll see what happens with some of our ideas and some 
proposals we've had. We'll see where that goes. But the one thing that I can promise you is that Cottage Talk, one, will continue, and two, we'll give you what we can do is do the best job we can, breathe you talk on Foam Football Club. And hopefully talk that you enjoy, but also talk that makes you think and talk that really is constructive because that's what it's about. We have different opinions on Cottage Talk, but we all come together because we love Fulham Football Club. That's what makes Cottage Talk what it is. So again, one last time, thank you, thank you, everyone, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk all these years, and we will be bigger and stronger moving forward. So I'm going to wrap up this abbreviated show. This Russ is ran. I'm going to end on a highlight by just saying one last time, Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm Russ Goldman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute, and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.